Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, I'm Trent Rush. This is Brandon Marsh, the Los Angeles Angels and 66ers baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. I'm Tori Hunter Jr. You're listening to the Old Angels Podcast. What is going on, Angel fans? This is Dale Garcia from the All Angels Podcast. And again, this is another uh, interview podcast. This time, we're going to have two separate interviews uh, Manny, the guy from On Deck Customs, and also Chris Rodriguez, the number 17th prospect in the Angels organization. Um, you know, again, it's a two parter. First part's gonna be On Deck Customs. Manny, I talked to him, uh, great guy, just starting out uh, with his company right now, but has had some really, really good clients and really big name clients for Angel fans. And if you know uh, who some of these guys are, then you're definitely, definitely uh, are paying attention to who's on TV and who's playing in these major league games. But before we get to our first one, I'd like to take a time uh, to introduce our newest friends from SeatGeek. Let them take the confusion out of your ticket buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal, let SeatGeek do the work for you. Their app scans the web for the best deals for your favorite game, concert, or show, and race them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know if you're getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot makes a great deal, yellow dot means good deal, and a red dot means not so good deal. Use promo code ACAA to check out and receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two free beers at the stadium on them. What are you waiting for? That's promo code ACAA for $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. So like I said, this is a two-parter interview podcast. So our first interview is Manny from On Deck Customs. Here we go. My next guest on the All Angels podcast is a guy that, you know, pardon the pun, but getting his foot in the door as far as these customized cleats. And you might have seen his work, but not have known you've seen his work. But he's done his work for a lot of uh, current MLB angels and also a lot of current minor league angels. But I'd like to welcome Manny from On Deck Customs. How are you doing today? Good, man. Thank you for having me. I've actually followed you guys for quite some time now. And it's a bittersweet feeling to actually be on the show. Thank you, guys. <laughs> yeah, no problem. It's 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 actually really cool to the the, the link up and, and talk a little bit. So, one of the first questions I want to ask you is, how did this get started? How did how did you d- determine that you wanted to get in the custom cleat game? Honestly, I was uh, I was thinking about this uh, quite some time ago. Like once I started getting getting this thing going, but. Honestly, it started off as when I was a kid, you know, I played a lot of sports growing up. And one of the things that I always looked forward to every season was just like, you know, buying new gear. Um, Most importantly, like the cleats were one of the things that I love to really express myself as a as a player. You know, growing up, uh, 
as a 90s kid, I, I grew up watching the 2000, 2000s Angels, the, the Oakland A's, how they have their classic whites. And, you know, as a kid, the options are pretty limited with the, with the cleats. So I, I remember coming out of the store with the traditional black and white cleats. And I would always be so disappointed because, you know, you idolize these, uh, these athletes and you see Chipper Jones with the Mizunos, uh, Ken Griffey Jr. with his Nikes. And it's something that, you know, you, you only dream you want to be just like your, like the athletes that you watch on TV. Um, so I, I remember grabbing my traditional black and white cleats and with the Sharpie, like a colored Sharpie, depending on the team that I played for, <laughs> I would, I would really color cool. the I would color the decals on it and uh, try my best at the time, obviously as a kid to, to draw my logo uh, of the team and um, my number on it. So it started really back then. Uh, but thanks to social media, once I graduated from high school and on, on to like college, I started following some of these guys that actually do customi- customizations on shoes. Uh, one of them being, like Souls by Sir and uh, Nomad Customs, they they're pretty known around like the baseball community. Uh, and it wasn't until like 2013 when it actually started blowing up in like pro sports where customization customizations were actually like the a thing to do. Uh, so I, yeah, man, like I I honestly started this as a hobby back in February, and I would use uh, my brother which is a, he's a senior now at at high school as uh, my test dummy. So I would customize the cleat and I'd be like, here, try this out. See if I got it right. And um, yeah, so so that's pretty crazy. Then you say you just started in what you said, February and, and to have, you know, some of the clients that you've had already, it's pretty crazy. Can you uh, mention some names that you've had done, you know, custom cleats for? Yeah, so originally it started uh, with Jose Rojas. Uh, again, being being fresh, it, it's kind of hard to get people to buy in. Uh, most of the followers that I had were usually friends and family, and obviously, like when you see something on social media, you want to make sure that it's legit. Uh, so Jose Rojas gave me a, an opportunity to actually put a cleat out there on, at a professional on a professional field, and um, soon after Taylor Ward came in. Uh, Brandon Sandoval with the with the Bay Bears reached out to me saying he wanted to get some stuff done and you know starting this off I started following obviously I'm an Angels fan so I started following the the Angels and all their all their prospects um, soon after I I got the cleat out to Brandon Sandoval all those follows started turning into follow backs I got Jamai Jones to follow me back and ask me to to do like a collaboration on a cleat. Um, I'm looking forward to this one, but Brandon Marsha recently got a cleat out here. I got Suarez, uh, a cleat that he did like a We're Nasty tribute to Tyler Skaggs. Um, Renjifo did a tribute to his son and his uh, Venezuela background. Uh, but yeah, man, um, just starting this up, starting to get a little bit more recognized on the East Coast as well. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, a friend of the uh, friend of the podcast, Brandon Marsh. I actually talked to him quite a bit. I'm gonna have to hit him up then after this and see what you guys are working on. Um, you kind of mentioned that, like those are some big names. Brandon Marsh, obviously, the number two prospect. Jemai Jones being like I think he's the sixth or seventh uh, 
a prospect and then guys that are already in the majors. Now, how does this process work? Now, obviously, are they reaching out to you first? Or are you trying to say, hey, this is what I do? You know, can we work on something? Or, or who kind of reaches out to who first? Well, at first, when we first started off, it, it was one of those things where, you know, you want to reach out. Obviously, not having a lot on the on the profile at first, it, it would be one of those things where, hey, this is what I do. If you're if you're ever interested, like let me know. Uh, but once obviously people started buying into what I'm doing, um, it was basically word of mouth, and it started turning into, hey, I, I love what you did to this person's cleats. Uh, I'm interested. How does this go? Um, I'd basically get in contact with them and then they would uh, tell me if they'd have a specific idea in which they'd actually want to do, or if they just kind of want to let me uh, come up with a, like a, like a free, uh, like a free, uh, like a idea, freestyle kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. When, when you were like, you know, like you said, like in high school and you were kind of messing around with your own cleats, were you kind of artistic anyways, or was it just strictly, you know, I don't really draw that much, but I'm just working on, like, designing cleats. Or were you kind of artistic uh, overall? Honestly, um, one of my uncles is uh, a really good artist. Obviously, he he's a – I come from a Mexican background, but he lives, uh, he lives in Mexico. Uh, but he was uh, really artistic, so he would uh, always draw when, uh, when I'd go over there to Mexico. He, he'd do portraits and all that stuff. So it was one of those things where – I kind of had a, a feel for it. I'm not sure. It's like kind of like inherited, you know, um, something that's kind of in the blood, but I would, I would always draw just to draw. I've never taken like an art class, but I could draw if that makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense. Sometimes people just like to do it, you know, freestyle yeah. and don't want really to, don't want really structure, but just want to kind of do what, what they do. So, um, you know, like I said, you got like the Suarez one and, and all that stuff and, and Renjifo, uh, I'm looking on your profile and, and, you know, when you're able to give these guys their custom cleats, at least at first, and maybe still to this point, is there any kind of nervousness because you're worried about what they'll think about it? Honestly, yes. At, at first, it's just kind of one of those things where, damn, is it, is it going to be something that is going to fulfill their, their expectations or is this going to just be like a bust, you know? Um, at first I was really skeptical about like, my capabilities of doing what I do. Uh, but after some time, I just started getting more comfortable and, you know, hearing that these players are actually reaching out to me and saying like, Hey, I love your work. Um, and that are actually interested. It, it gives me some ease in mind knowing that I'm heading in the right direction. And with every cleat that I receive and every collaboration that I do with, uh, with these players, I'm, I learn, you know, it, it's, it's always a learning process. Uh, a way that I like to look at it is just like a tattoo artist, you know, based off of the feedback that the athlete gives you like, Hey, this is what I'm thinking. You have to, you have to know the canvas that you're working on. So what cleat, um, is their idea going to work on the cleat or do you have to like tailor it a little differently? So that way you guys can, you know, exceed their expectations, but make sure that the, the cleat doesn't look like just a, a mess, you know? Yeah, and from from them reaching out to you and you getting a, the cleat from them, how how long is that process from, you know, like I said, from getting the cleat from them to designing to doing the work done and, and, and like, you know, obviously uh, the finished product. So from conception to uh, the finished product, how long does that normally take for you? 
usually it's pretty quick um depending on how like if if the athlete has a a cleat that they can get to me it, it really depends on how quick i can get the cleat but usually once i have that that cleat it's usually a two to three week process depending on the type of uh, work that they want basic stuff will probably be uh, two weeks tops maybe sooner i like to say two to three just in case something else pops up yeah and how many how many cleats can you do at a time are you you know obviously i'm guessing this is you know kind of a startup so it's probably not your normal uh pay the bills job right now but so how many can yeah. you how many can you do you know at, at one time well, the thing that I've started looking into is what color combinations I'm going to be working with. Uh, so if there's a, a specific cleat that I'm working with that ties in with another cleat, I'll, I'll usually start it up. So I'll, more than likely, I'll be working on two to three, no, three to four cleats uh, on, a, on a day and have them ready by, like, let's say three days and ship them out within a week or so. So, yeah, so that's actually not a bad turnaround at all. Um, you know, I, I've asked you this, you know, through our uh, direct messages, but, you know, are cleats the only thing you've done or, or do you do shoes? Do you do, I'm guessing now that football season's coming around, are you looking to get maybe any kind of uh, college or, you know, high, even high school kid football cleats at all? Or, or is it kind of just strictly baseball cleats right now? No, honestly, uh, we we can do uh, shoes. Uh, I'm looking into obviously branching out into the football season since it's something that is right around the corner um but right now since baseball season is still going on that's one of the things that i felt like it was one thing that i should target yeah and and so shoes i mean i'm guessing because it's kind of the same material the shoes and all that stuff is kind of the same process as far as how how do you um, go about doing your work yeah 100 percent. so any shoe um depending on the material, obviously, more than likely can get customized, and I can do that as well. That's good to know. Maybe I'll have to uh, hit you up before I, I go out to spring training next year for the, <laughs> for the Angels. Uh, and, and speaking of that, like you said, you are you are an Anaheim native. You are an Orange County native. Uh, you know, growing up as an Angel fan, what was your first kind of memory as, a, as an Angel fan? Uh, let's see. Well, I still remember when they had the, the wing – Wing Angel, uh, the, the Disneyland, the Periwinkle, yeah, the Periwinkle yes. ones. I I remember watching vividly a Milwaukee Brewers game on the bleachers as a as a kid. But it, obviously, being local, it's something like a team that I followed since I was young. But yeah, it, it'd be one of those things where half of my family's Yankees fans, the other half is literally Dodger fans. <laughs> Hardly anybody likes the Angels, but, but the few of us, usually every time that the Angels really give it to one of those other teams, we're, we're usually bragging about it. No, it, it, that's cool that you're able to kind of have that, you know, relationship where you can just talk smack to everybody around there. Um, you know, obviously you are at on Instagram at uh, On Deck Customs. Um, you know, is that the easiest way for people that want to reach out to you or is there a different way for uh, people to reach out to you? Yeah, right now, the main uh, contact source would be the Instagram page, but we also have a, a Twitter. It's the same user tag, so it, it'd be on, at on their customs. Uh, but usually, 
Instagram is our, our main source of contact. We have an email posted on there and a phone number that they can shoot a text to. Um, but usually if you want a quick response, the Instagram page would be the best option. All right. That's awesome. And now with, with players weekend, you know, a couple weeks away, I saw you post a little something about it. Is there anything you can, you know, you don't have to give out the goods or anything like that, but is there anything you can uh, say that you're, you're working on for that uh, particular weekend? Hmm. I want to, but the majority of these people want to keep it under wraps. Uh, I guess. So it's more of a client. Of those, mo- 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 it's more yeah, of a client thing than, than you personally. I get Well, that makes sense, too. Yeah, probably... no. It, it, it's one of those things where you guys just got to stay tuned. Gotcha. Definitely. Well, definitely keep track of him on, on, uh, on Deck Customs on Instagram because if you go there now, you can see all the work he's done. And I'm talking about, I mean, if you're an Angel fan, a lot of these people, a lot of these players you know by name. Um, like I said, you did. You just got done doing Jemiah Jones. He posted something about it on his Instagram. You got, like I said, uh, Jose Suarez. You got, you guys, a bunch of guys that are in the Angels organization or even up with the Angels. So, um, Manny, I like to thank you for your time and and good luck. Honestly, good luck with this with this new uh, company, startup company. You do great work. I've seen it, and it's awesome to to watch a game and see like, hey, man, I know that guy that that designed the cleat that he's wearing right there. Yeah, no problem, man. Thanks for having me. We got to link up for a, a collaboration on a shoe. Definitely. We can make that work. All right, man. That was my interview with On Deck Customs. Uh, Manny, again, follow them on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, it's at On Deck Customs. Just uh, some really great work. And, I mean, just go and look at the profile. I mean, you you have some Bay Bears cleats, you know, Jemai Jones, uh you know, Suarez, I mean, these guys that, you know, Renjifo, I mean, he's playing with the team right now and he's wearing his cleats. So definitely cool how to hear how he got started and, and where he's looking to get to in the future. Um, our next interview is with a guy, it's, it's a, with a guy uh, Chris Rodriguez, that I had the pleasure of talking to earlier this year in Inland Empire. Um, he had a little setback. We talk about that in the interview, but definitely a, a great time to catch up with him and, and talk to him about what he's doing right now in his rehab site. But before we do that, it's a new season. Antonio Brown is Raider, Le'Veon Bell is a Jet, and Odell Beckham is in Cleveland. The one thing that hasn't changed, where I'm putting my money down on all the games. My bookie is the place for football every weekend. My bookie has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sports books, period. This year, they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. First place is guaranteed to win at least $100,000, and it only costs you $100 to enter. All you got to do is pick five NFL games against the spread every week to climb up the leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that have been good to me. That's why my bookie is always the right play. You bet, you win, you they pay. MyBookie has live in-game betting on every NFL game. They've got the most reward player perks in the business for you fantasy guys out there. They can even bet the under over on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Join now and get $200 in free bets. Use promo code ANGELS to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code ANGELS when creating your account to claim the bonus. Bet when get paid so again that's mybookie.com um here's my interview with chris rodriguez my next guest on the all angels podcast is chris rodriguez the number 17 prospect 
in the Angels organization, according to MLB.com. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing really well. Thank you. Uh, last time we talked, it was in uh, San Bernardino at the Inland Empire uh, 66ers. But since then, um, you know, you got uh, told some bad news and uh, had to go kind of like on the injury list. Can you tell fans uh, what happened and, and how you doing? how you doing now? Well, I was uh, diagnosed with a full fracture in my back, a pars defect, and um, and yeah, which pretty much means I had to get surgery uh, to uh, to kind of not reconstruct, but just have two nails put into my back so it doesn't displace anywhere and it's uh, very stable. And basically, you know, it's been going well. You know, the rehab process has been going strong, and you know, I feel like I'm coming back just as strong, if not stronger. And, you know, the Angels have done a really good job of uh, taking care of me and getting this done early before it could have gotten worse. Yeah, take me back to when you found uh, out the news, because you were actually having a really good beginning of the season um, before the news broke. But when you found out that, you know, the, the injury was what it was, and obviously you needed surgery, and you knew that was going to, you know, require a lengthy uh, recovery. What what was going through your mind when when you first heard the news? I mean, I could have taken everything in like a negative way and you know kind of had a you know kind of been sad about it and just you know upset because I I felt like I was having a good season and I had a good start and however even though when I was throwing and during games you know. I'd, keep feeling it every now and then and you know it would kind of bother me so I mean for me the biggest thing is just to get this taken care of because the ultimate goal the ultimate goal is to be in the big leagues right now and you know if I can take care of this now I don't think it'll bother me in the future so and yeah and you being you know really young only 21 years old uh, you know there's a lot of and I noticed this when we talked you know whether it's online or whether it's, it was in person uh with the 66ers, you're a very, very positive person. Um, what what makes you that way? Is it, is it something with your upbringing or just um, what makes you be that positive person that is always uh, looking at everything, you know, the glass half full? Uh, I mean, just, just my upbringing, you know, growing up, you know, the biggest thing is just, you know, obviously I didn't grow up, like I didn't grow up with a lot of money in my life or a lot of luxury. However, my parents did everything they could to, you know, keep us positive and, you know, keep us, you know, you know, they gave us everything we needed. And, you know, for me, that was a huge thing for us growing up because, you know, I'm not looking for the huge things in life. I'm just looking for like, for instance, in baseball, like I could be that guy that could be always negative and I can, you know, bring someone else down with me. However, I'd rather, you know, take this and take this in, to a positive aspect and be like, you know, I'm going to get stronger out of this. I can get better out of this. And, you know, it just makes other people a lot better. So um, the biggest thing for me and the reason I'm like this is kind of also with my faith, you know, I have strong faith and, you know, you know, I believe that, you know, everything happens for a reason. So if I just keep, you know, going with that, uh, that mindset, I feel like it could help a lot of people and, you know, help myself out a lot. Now, with your injury, um, is, is there a timetable of, of when you'll start? I saw you posted something where you're throwing off a of flat ground. Is there um, 
any timetable as far as when you'll start throwing off a mound, or is that still kind of uh, in the future? You know, it's still up in the air. You know, it's, it's really hard to say because not even I know, really. And, you know, it's all up to, you know, the, the head guys of the Angels. And, you know, I kind of leave it up to them. I try not to worry about it too much. You know, I know when I get on the mound, I'll, I'll, I'll be all right and I'll be stronger than ever. But as of now, you know, the biggest thing is just kind of waiting and see what they're going to do and, you know, just do what I'm told. Now, being in Arizona at uh... – after you know rehabbing everything, like that you're also able to see a lot of these um, younger guys that the guys that maybe just got drafted this year come through. Uh, you know, again, you're only 21, so it's not like you're an, a guy that's been around for a long time. But when you do see some of these new guys come in that have just freshly been drafted, uh, do you ever go out of your way and try to, you know? Um, like help them or kind of, hey, this is kind of how we do it here, and 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 um, kind of be that uh, older, I don't want to say older brother figure, but something along those lines. Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, every time I saw one of the new draft guys came in, and I did, I try to do my part into introducing myself, and you know, I just let them know that if you guys need anything or, you know, if you guys want any advice, you know, feel free to ask questions, and if you know, a lot of these guys do have their head on straight. And, you know, some of the some of the high school guys as well, Tyron Paris and Zach, you know, they've, they've done their parts of, you know, really, you know, being mature about the situation. And, you know, they're, they're really great guys. And, you know, um, they know if they need anything, they can always come to me. Um, you know, we, we put something out on our Instagram yesterday once we figured out when we we're going to do the interview. And I asked for some questions from, you know, our followers. and stuff. So one of them uh, from Bustamante09 uh, wanted to ask, what is your draft story? So what, what was the process for you when you got drafted in the fourth round in 2016? Um, my draft process, it was, it was very, it was shocking. It was, uh, you know, coming into the draft, I wasn't um, a high draft prospect. I, I was somebody who, who came out out of nowhere and go to any showcases. So, um, you know, the draft process was pretty much in high school, my senior year, I just did everything I possibly could. And I, you know, I stuck to the, I stuck to the plan. You know, I, I grinded my way through, you know, the high school games. And then when the draft, when the draft started coming along, I was just sitting and waiting and praying that I would get, I would get picked up and, you know, we were kind of just sitting there. We didn't know where we were going. All of a sudden, we hear, uh, we hear my name called on TV. And, you know, we just – my mom told everybody to shut up because we were talking and <laughs> we all heard my name. And we, all, we all celebrated. That's great. Uh, like you said, like you weren't really highly, you know, uh, I guess scouted. But when you did start seeing some of these MLB scouts come through uh, and see you pitch, what was – what was your mindset for that game? Did you did you have a, a, a nervousness to you? Did you feel like you had to like kind of overperform? What was your mindset when you saw these guys coming and you knew they were, you know, from uh, Major League Baseball teams? Uh, I mean, I'll be lying right here if I said I was I wasn't nervous every time I'll see them come. However, you know, the biggest thing is just to to kind of you know take a step back and realize, okay, like this is the same game you've been playing for your whole life. So the biggest thing is not to do too much, but at the same time, you always want to, you know, 
carry that chip on your shoulder and, you know, always tell yourself that you got something to prove. And no matter if you're on top or on the bottom, you should always have something to prove and you're never on top. So that's my mentality when I see those guys. Now, uh, if you didn't sign out of high school, was there a college or uh, a couple colleges you were looking at to go, uh, you know, after you graduated from high school? Uh, yes, I was uh, committed to uh, Jacksonville University in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. It, it, was it important for you to stay close to home, like obviously in Jacksonville? I mean, I know it's a little bit of a drive from Miami. It's on the other side of Florida, but was that kind of a, was that a, a thing you wanted to do is try to stay as close to home as possible? Um, yes, yes and no. I mean, I just, like I said, my junior year, I wasn't really, you can ask a bunch of people this. In my junior year, I wasn't very highly, you know, up there in the prospect list, and I uh, I kind of came out of nowhere. So JU was kind of the first school to, uh, you know, bring me on a visit, and, you know, they did a great job. And, you know, I fell in love with the coaching staff. I fell in love with the guys. So I was, you know, I just gave my commitment. And my senior year, you know, I had some, you know, people, you know, coming up to me, you know, having interest. But, you know, everybody knew my commitment was strong. And, you know, no matter if JU is the biggest school or the smallest school, you know, I was going to stick with them because they treated me well. Another one of our questions we got um, on our Instagram was from uh, talk underscore baseball underscore. And they wanted to know what was your favorite MLB team uh, as a kid growing up? I would have to say the Miami Marlins. Just being from uh, the, the area because, and everything? Yeah, just because from the area and, you know, um, I had one of my coaches actually, uh, his name was Alex Fernandez. He actually played for the Marlins back in the World Series and I believe 2002. And uh, he, 2002 or 1998, I'm not too sure. But he, uh, you know, he was my coach. So ever since then, I was like, well, like, I can't believe this guy's my coach. This is awesome. And, you know, just always grew up as a Marlins fan. Now, with um, another person that asked a question, and you might know who this person is, because uh, his, uh, his, I had to look up his name because he looked familiar, but I'm not sure how to say his name. Kyle Bron- uh, Bronovich? Uh, yeah, Bronovich. Yeah, Kyle Bronovich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wanted to ask a question, and I was going to ask this question anyways. Um, why is your dog so much cooler than you? And we're talking about little Ace. You know, <laughs> you know it's funny. Really? <laughs> We were talking about that earlier today. Actually, I saw him in the morning, and he told me I'd ask that question. And, you know, <laughs> the biggest thing is, just, you know, I raised him to be that way. So, you know, I I take – Complete credit. Like, I take I take all the credit for that one, so – you know, he tried to he tried to come at me with something, but little does he know, I'm not I'm not mad at it. <laughs> yeah, and and and, and A's, your, your golden retriever has been pretty popular in Arizona. I mean, I've seen him in uh, stories on Instagram stories of Joe Adele, of uh, King Middleton, of Brandon Marsh. Uh, you know, it seems like everyone that was going through uh, had a little moment with Ace. Um, what made you get a, a dog while you're out there? Oh, um, well, as you know. It's- it was my second year in Arizona, so I mean the biggest thing was, you know, like I said, I like to be a positive person. So um, coming out here obviously was great news. So I just try to think of anything that would kind of keep me positive, and you know, I have a huge love for dogs. So <clears throat> the first thing was in my mind was getting a dog. So once Ace walked up to me, I I was in love, so I picked him up, and 
you know, honestly, he's been amazing to all the rehab guys. You know, the rehab guys have, you know, really loved him. That every morning I come, if I don't bring Ace, they always ask him. They always ask me uh, why I, I don't bring Ace, and, you know, they're kind of upset if I don't bring him. But, but when he is there, you know, you know, puts a smile on their face, and, you know, just in case you're going through something rough, you know, they look at Ace, and hopefully they makes their day a little better. No, that's awesome. I saw you, uh, you know, obviously – get ace and stuff like that but uh when you go up to the the medical staff or the your trainers at angel stadium or at over there at the complex how do you come across like hey is it cool if i bring my dog are they are they okay with it are they kind of like uh we'll we'll kind of see how it goes well at first it was you know you bring them you know you can bring them you know once in a while when the when the um, when the complex isn't full and there's not a lot of guys so I was like, okay, I'd take that into consideration. So I'd bring him once or twice, but then, you know, every day I would get it, like, every time he wasn't there, I would get a complaint, like, hey, why didn't you bring Ace? Like, you know, my days are <laughs> counting on this, and, you know, guys mess, guys just messing with me, so I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to bring him. However, you know, if they, you know, the upper, the upper guys come up to me and they're like, hey, you can't bring Ace for this and this and that, then, you know, obviously you can't bring him. But, you know, they've been really good about that, and, you know, I think they've seen – um how positive Ace's impact could be on a couple guys there, you know, going through a rough time. Yeah, it's almost like the uh, the unofficial mascot of uh, the, the Arizona Car- uh, Arizona uh, Angels. It seems like at a oh, yeah. at times. So uh, <laughs> last time we talked, you know, we found out you're a big Fortnite fan. Uh, how is that going? Are you uh, able to put some more time in now for with a Fortnite? I see you have some of the custom controllers and, and some custom stuff going on with your with your gaming systems. Oh yeah, no shout out to Scuff Controllers for that one. Yeah, no, I've been, I've been, uh, you know, I've been on my grind when it comes to Fortnite out here. You know, just, uh, you know, just trying to catch some W's over here. So is that the, is that the easiest way, or, or I guess the funnest way to the, to keep in contact with you know teammates that, like you said, you're in Arizona and they could be, you know, in California with Inland Empire. They could be in Mobile with the Bay Bears. Is that the easiest way for you to kind of feel connected to to a to a team you know or a group of people yeah i mean all the time like um people ask me why do you play so much i mean playing to get your mind off it for one but on the other hand you also have you know your friends back at home miami you got your friends and their affiliates and you know it's always a good way to keep in contact with them and you know trying to you know keep yourself you know busy too so that's the biggest thing now, with, you know, we watch games, we see games, and these guys are playing, you know, every day or close every day, and they get to the ballpark almost every single day. Like, when you have your routine, is it kind of like a like a job, like a regular job? Like, you show up, like, at 9, you get out at 5. Like, how's, what's your daily routine look like? Um, so we, we'll kind of show up about 9 o'clock in the morning. We'll get there. We'll, you know, we'll condition, um, then lift. And then from there, uh, you'll kind of have, so for me, um, I would have like a core workout, arm care, then I would have whatever the, the trainer wants me to do as in, you know, massage therapy or whatever it is. And, you know, they've, let me tell you, they've done a great job over there with the, the medical staff. They're doing amazing. And the strength coach, uh, Dylan, Dylan, known as Juice, he's done amazing things. So I'm really proud. And, you know, really happy I've gotten to work with them. 
Yeah, and, and, and like I said, in your attitude, it just seems like everything's going the right way. Everything's going is, is, is um, you know, going towards you getting back there on the mound. Now, is there any other, like, is there any other, like, follow-ups with a doctor or anything like that where you still have to kind of clear, or is, is that kind of, is that done? So, um, it looks like, at least from what I'm feeling, it feels great, and, um, you know, as of now, you know, it, the hard part about this is really that I can't, um, like, I can't, not that I can't say anything, but I don't really know anything. Because, like I said, right. they're, they're really, the angels are really good at kind of, like, making sure I keep my own head. And, you know, they don't want me to jump ahead or, you know, feel like like feel bad about something. So they kind of try to keep that away from me, which I, I appreciate it from them. Because, you know, the biggest thing is, um, you know, if I need to know something, they'll obviously let me know. But uh, they kind of, I don't go looking for anything. So as of right now, I don't know uh, exactly what the plan is and this and this i'm just trying to take it one day at a time no and, and that's great to hear that uh, you know like you said you, you can't keep your head straight and just keep on going forward um you know i just want to thank you again for taking time out and talking with me in the all angels podcast but um you know uh, thanks again and, and hopefully we can uh run into each other again maybe at spring training this uh this coming year and something and, and kind of do a follow-up and see how you're doing then yes sir anytime Hey, what's up? Johnny Catfish here, ambassador for Groom Goon Beard and Body Care. Are you tired of your beard feeling rough and not so fresh? Do yourself a favor and do what I did and check out www.groomgoon.com. Groom Goon carries a variety of beard oils and beard and body soaps that will leave your beard feeling soft and smelling great all day long. Don't just take my word for it. Go check it out for yourself. Again, that's www.groomgoon.com. And at checkout, use discount code CATFISHTHEGOON, all one word, CATFISHTHEGOON, and receive 15% off your purchase. Why choose Groom Goon? Well, because your beard deserves it. This is Hook Vicious. Listen to my show, The Punk Corner, on KJ Epic Radio, every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. And I am back. Um, again, thank you for On Deck Customs, Manny from On Deck Customs, and Chris Rodriguez for taking time out to uh, chat with me and, and being able to put this podcast together. Um, make sure you guys follow Chris and, and follow his progress through uh, rehab and everything going on. So his Instagram is C underscore rod underscore 21. Um, again, check him out. He'll have a bunch of videos of Ace, his, his dog that we talked about. And then also he's on Twitter at the uh, at real Chris Rod. So um, definitely give him a follow. Check out his progression to uh, through rehab and definitely uh, through the minor leagues because this kid has a very, very bright future. And everyone you talk to that covers prospects and covers angel prospects agreed that this guy um, will one day definitely be up in the majors and, and hopefully with the Angels uniform on. But, uh, again, I want to thank these guys for taking time out. Um, I want to thank you guys listening. Uh, make sure you help us spread the word and, and tell a friend, text a friend, 
email a friend uh, about the podcast, try to spread the word. But also another way you can help us is going on Apple Podcasts and rating us and writing a review. Uh, helps us get out there to more people looking for quality angel podcasts out there. Uh, but definitely go uh, whatever way you listen to podcasts, go out there. And if you can, rate and review it. Help us spread the word. But we want to thank you guys for tuning in consistently every week. Um, this twice a week thing hopefully is something that we can continue to do. But uh, I, I, I like it. I like being able to talk to some of these guys about you know not only them as players, but stuff they like to do outside off the field and other things like that. So hopefully as we grow, we'll be able to get some more and more guys. Um, again, if you got questions, concerns, anything you want, email us at allangelspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. It is at Halo underscore Haven for both. Uh, we'll be back later this week to review the week of Angels baseball, and hopefully it is a better one. But thank you very much for listening, and I'm out. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.